The following presentation was recorded at the Newbury Buddhist Monastery, Victoria, Australia. Please visit our website at nbm.org.au. Okay, now I will start to the Dhamma talk. Today, uh, actually, recently, someone asked me uh, how to enter to this practice of the path, and how, why the, uh, because we always talk about what is right view and what is wrong view, and uh, then. Uh, it leads to when you are practicing right view it leads to the the for having a, an intention to practice the path so some people have a doubt or not clear uh, how we should uh, start practicing this path so recently few people asked this question from me so uh, Lord Buddha has clearly uh, talk about these things and uh, if you generally analyze uh, the Noble Eightfold Path uh, one can easily see the first factor of Noble Eightfold Path is uh, right view so Lord Buddha say this noble eightfold path is the thing what one should uh, practice. Bhavetabhantimi, pubbe ananasutesdam. This is this is the thing we have to use and practice in our day to day life. So the first factor of noble eightfold path is right view. So then we have first start practicing the right view. So. The only thing we uh, we have to keep in mind we we learn right view. Most of the Buddhists who learn Buddhism know what is right view and what is wrong view, but they they don't see that their day to day activities are all already conditioned by wrong view. So if you you should when you uh, carefully examine. What is going on within ourselves? So then we can gradually understand this mind, the actions of mind always based on delusion, not understanding the reality. That the course of actions are now we react on objects totally based on our past intentions, past way of uh, doing it how we did it past or how we dealt with past with each and every object or that kind of conditioning that means that is called karma is always support to the present moment consciousnesses that therefore the feelings perceptions volitions arise based on your past experiences past karma so so that's why it is important to uh, keep in mind that all your past actions are mostly based on delusion. Even though you are doing some good things, good actions, wholesome actions, but mostly based on delusion, 
that means the all all these actions are based on self i me myself based actions these these are not the actions based on amoh this the non delusion so that's why it is important to keep in mind uh, this this reality within us so therefore we have to train our mind to use the the non delusion in our day to day life and as much as we can then we we can develop the action based on right intentions that means the verbal actions bodily actions and livelihood we can uh, we can uh, update based on right view or change all past uh, way of dealing things and you can develop a new way of dealing with things so this this is a important thing to keep in mind so that's why it is important that's why the no uh, this right view come as the first factor of noble eightfold path so therefore you have to first practice the right view so you you should use this right view in your day to day life so how do you take it <laughs> how do you uh, practice right view so basically you should remind yourself the reality of your eye ear nose tongue and body eye ear nose tongue body and mind the impermanent nature of eye ear nose tongue body and mind and all objects come to your six sense senses are also impermanent that is sights sounds smells tastes and touches and uh thoughts come to a come to your mind also impermanent subject to change and become otherwise so that is the nature that is a reality so you if you if you um, carefully watch your mind you can understand this reality or if you already know you can uh, accept it with the faith and bring it to your day to day life and use that view when you are dealing with objects or living in this world so then it will uh, change the uh, the way you deal with objects in your day to day life so that is a important thing so then you build up the right intentions you abandon the wrong intentions the second factor of noble eightfold path start growing so the, the uh, another way of doing it the this the i e n o s t a n g body and mind and uh, uh, sight sounds smells taste Uh, and touch uh, touches and uh, thoughts are uh, internal faculties and external faculties both are impermanent subject to change and uh, sub uh, tends to become something else and ultimately get vanished 
so the this is this is a this is a reality you have to re, re, remind yourself all the time so then therefore uh, it will destroy the room to for having the anger hatred and craving strong craving will diminish because if you think things as impermanent so you 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 have the ability to let go things release not strongly hold on things so that is one thing the second thing so you can you can uh, consider all uh, forms come to your eye ear nose tongue body and mind as forms when these forms come to your mind uh feelings perceptions volitions arise that is the that is the the process of i e nose tongue body and mind it is a part, it, it is the product of the uh b- the process of this i e nose tongue body and mind so these are called the name so this part of the name also uh impermanent subject to change and vanish and change to something else your perceptions change your volitions change your feelings change regarding even one object depending on the when when causes and conditions change the 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 feelings arise in your mind change regarding the same object sometimes or sometimes the external object change therefore your feelings perceptions change so either one or the other ways your feelings perceptions volitions and your consciousness change basically so there therefore none of these things are permanent so if you if you remind yourself all the time so your way of uh, interacting with external world and internal world both change and you become a soft person kind person gentle person so this 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 uh, way of uh, the, the new way of dealing with objects arise in your heart so then you you cultivate you develop you abandon your your coarse actions come from your body and mind you refine those actions by replacing with the soft kind gentle actions so this this is the way how you enter to the path and practice the path so it is it is go through step by step when you start practicing right view then the right intention start arising in your mind when the right intentions are arising in your mind you see the the wrong verbal actions bodily actions and uh, wrong livelihood you are associating with so you 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 have you are having the intentions to abandon those wrong actions or unskillful actions so because the right intentions so you abandon the the actions based on wrong intentions uh, the the uh, harming intentions harming to other people uh, irritating other people or anger based intentions hatred based intentions you see as wrong it is ba- it is 
those intentions based on uh, wrong view so when you once you have the right when once you are using the right view right intentions arise then the wrong intentions you abandon so once then you you cultivate the right intentions therefore the right uh, verbal actions bodily actions you cultivate based on right intentions so that is the way how it happens so when you are practicing in this way gradually your verbal actions bodily actions and livelihood get purified and it is helpful when you sit for meditation that is the the fifth uh, uh, no sixth seventh and eighth factors of noble eightfold path you can easily uh, accomplish or you can you can uh, develop through the path to the higher stages because you are practicing the right view and your day to day lives are you you are having a good code of you good way of living or good, good behaviors so you don't have much problems from the other the, the out the, the external world so you are happy with your conduct and you are contented so you can let go many things easily without working out because sometimes when you are doing you are attached to the world or you are struggling with the world so when you sit for meditation your mind go through all your actions the past actions you want to correct things you want to do things you want to um, update things so many doings come to your mind but when you are develop the right intentions when you develop the, the right view and right intentions you can quickly abandon all un, unwanted stuff this this worldly stuff the five sense world stuff and you can let go all five sense world objects and you can liberate your mind from five sense world by practicing the the seventh factor and eighth factor of noble eightfold path so this that is how it works so i will read a sutta uh from uh, samyutta nikaya so the connected discourses actually this sutta come in the the samyutta lord buddha explain the, the lord buddha there is a compilation of suttas how lord buddha explain how to enter to the path so so this is the samyukta nikaya okkanti samyutta chakku agga chakku uh sutta this uh, the i will tell uh, the the number of the sutta so you can easily find out in sutta central like thing sn25 dot 1 sn25 dot 1 chakku sutta Okay, now I will read this one. Samyukta Nikaya, twenty-five, connected discourses on entering. The first sutta, the I. 
Actually, this uh, this connected discourses on entering set have ten suttas. So I will read the first one and the last one. So the in the middle, I will uh, tell you the 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 the, the what subject is on that uh, suttas. So the first sutta is the I at Savati. Lord Buddha addressed Bhikkhus. Bhikkhus, the I is impermanent, changing, becoming, becoming otherwise. The ear is impermanent, changing, becoming otherwise. The nose is impermanent, changing, becoming otherwise. The tongue is impermanent, changing, becoming otherwise. The body is impermanent, changing, becoming otherwise. The mind is impermanent, changing, becoming otherwise. So in the same way, uh, in the second sutta say, the forms are impermanent, changing, becoming otherwise. Sounds are impermanent, changing, becoming otherwise. Orders uh, are impermanent changing, becoming otherwise. Tastes are impermanent, changing, becoming otherwise. Tactical objects are impermanent, changing, becoming otherwise. Mental phenomena uh, is impermanent, changing, becoming otherwise. Then Lord Buddha say, one who places faith in these teachings and resolves on them, thus is called a faith follower. One who has entered the fixed course of rightness, entered the plane of superior persons, transcended the plane of the worldlings. He is incapable of doing any deed by reason of which he might be reborn in hell, in the animal realm, or in the domain of ghosts. He is incapable of passing away without having realized the fruit of stream entry. One for whom these teachings are accepted, thus after being pondered to a sufficient degree, with wisdom is called a Dhamma follower. One who has entered the fixed cause of rightness, entered the plane of superior persons, transcend the plane of worldlings. He is incapable of doing any deed by reason of which he might be reborn in hell, in the animal realm or in the domain of ghosts. He is incapable of passing away without having realized the fruit of stream entry. One who knows and sees these teachings thus is called a stream enterer, no longer bound to the neither world, uh, neither world fixed in destiny, with enlightenment as his destination. So this is the first sutta. I read with the second sutta things also because I 
and form ear and sounds all these are internal uh, the uh, internal uh, sense bases and external the, the internal faculties and external faculties both are impermanent if if a person keep in mind and use that view as his own view and use it in your daily life and trust on trust and faith develop the keep uh, Uh, keep on these things and practice with the faith and confidence so that kind of a person abandon all the unwholesome thoughts that means the uh, gre- uh, uh, harming thoughts ill will and uh, sensuality they let go because this view make your mind soft and gentle and uh, the see the wrongness of this uh, the wrong way of thinking so that kind of person so in the same way lord buddha talk about the consciousness contact feeling perception volition craving and elements also take in the same way as impermanent so the non self also the same the when lord buddha showed as many suttas if a person take things as impermanent then it leads to so then the, the people that show who are going through this path when they are associating with such people they clearly show them these are non self i ear nose tongue body is not belongs to i me myself it is, it is a natural phenomena it is always run based on causes and conditions it is not under your control even your thoughts are not belongs to you you can't claim as yours all these thoughts arise based on causes and conditions your past karma is also arisen based on causes and conditions in the past so therefore you can't claim it as yours so that's why the karma is helping the past volitions is helping now or uh, uh, entangled with the present moment phenomena so that's why whatever feeling perception arise in this moment is always based on your past intentions or past choices or past way of dealt with things so that is how it works so that's why lord would say if you take this mental phenomena and all this bodily and mental phenomena in this way so your mind gets softened you you start seeing things in a different perspective and you you start seeing the causes and conditions not taking things as i me myself why these things arise within my within my mind within my body so then you see the causes and conditions and then you are you are get the chance to change things and let go things and be soft and gentle and giving forgiveness to yourself and other people when you you are facing to 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 unskillful actions of other people or your own unskillful actions you become soft and gentle when you are facing or when you are dealing with those things because you see it as a natural phenomena so that's the difference so that's why that is the way how we practice the right view when we are practicing the right view so our minds become soft and gentle kind soft and gentle so 
therefore our verbal actions bodily actions become kinds of tangential so i will read the 10th the last the, the sutta of that set the okanti okanti sangyutta okanti sangyutta means the the connected discourses of entering this is the way how enter uh, savatti lord buddha address bikkhus form are impermanent changing becoming otherwise feelings are impermanent changing becoming otherwise perceptions are impermanent changing becoming otherwise volitional formations are impermanent changing becoming otherwise consciousnesses are impermanent changing becoming otherwise one who places faith in these teachings and resolves on them thus is called a faith follower one who has entered the fixed course of rightness entered the plane of superior persons transcended the plane of the worldlings he is incapable of doing any deed by reason of which he might be reborn in hell in the animal realm or in the domain of ghosts he is incapable of passing away without having realized the fruit of stream entry one for whom these teachings are accepted thus after being pondered to a sufficient degree with wisdom is called a dhamma follower one who has entered the fixed course of rightness entered the plane of superior persons transcended the plane of the worldlings he is incapable of doing any deed by reason of which he might be reborn in hell in the animal realm or in the domain of ghosts he is incapable of passing away without having realized the fruit of stream entry one who sees and one who knows and sees these teachings thus is called a stream enterer no longer bound to the neither world fixed in destiny with enlightenment as his destination so that is the 10th so in both these ways you are contemplating all forms feelings perceptions and volitions and your consciousnesses are impermanent and non self non self is another one come in another another set of suttas so and many large number of suttas in lord buddha's teachings lord buddha showed this one as a important the point to understand then you you are way of dealing with uh, the internal world and external world change because you see it is a natural phenomena there is no self within this phenomena so so that is the so 936 we have half an hour <laughs> anyway, so uh, so i will read another small sutta so that one also say this so when a person want to develop uh, to the higher states of this practice definitely uh you have to practice as the first factor 
as uh, this uh, right view. So I, I, I would like to show how Lord Buddha teach these things. This is also Bhikkhu Bodhi's translation. See, this is Anguttara Nikaya Chatukka Nipata Arahattavag. So I will tell the, the numbers according to the normal way of telling. The AN 6.6.77 Uttari Manusa Dhamma Sutta Uh, this, this is uh, Bhikkhu Bodhi's translation. So I will read this one. Numbered discourses 6, uh, number 8 perfections. Uh, this is number 77 Sutta, superhuman states. Bhikkhus, without having abundant 6 things, one is incapable of realizing any superhuman distinction in knowledge and vision worthy of the noble ones. What six? Muddle-mindedness. Muttasacham. That is a Pali word is Muttasacham. So, it is like the Muttasacham means having forgotten the reality. So, having, having forgotten the, the, the reality, the truth of our body and mind. So, muttasacham, that is muddle-mindedness. Lack of clear comprehension, asampajanya. So, lack of clear comprehension, that means you are not aware of what is going on, clearly. Uh, not uh, guarding the doors of the sense faculties. Indriyesu Agutta Dwaram, it is the Pali term, not guarding the doors of the sense faculties. Lack of moderation in eating. Bojane Amattanyutam. The other one is Indriyesu Agutta Dwaram, this is Bojane Amattanyutam. Lack of Moderation in eating. The fifth one, duplicity or deceitfulness of fraudulent. Kuhanam. This is a Pali term. The sixth one is flattery, talkativeness. So, lapanam. So, these six, without abandoning these six, without having abandoned these six things, one is incapable of realizing any superhuman distinction in knowledge and vision, worthy of the noble ones. Because having abandoned six things, one is capable of realizing a superhuman distinction in knowledge and vision, worthy of the noble ones. What six? Muddle-mindedness. So that is muttasacham, you have to abandon. Then uh, lack of clear comprehension, you have to abandon. You have to develop the clear comprehension. Uh, not guarding the doors of the sense faculties. So you have to guard your sense faculties. Lack of 
moderation in eating so you have to develop the moderation in eating duplicity so that is the the deceitfulness and uh, fraudulent behavior so you have to abandon so that's why lord buddha say in vinaya so if if my the, the students are following me they never break even each any rule which i impose them <laughs> they are not deceitful they are not fraudulent behavior so they are really uh, following they they have the faith and confidence regarding their teacher so that is that is important so the fifth factor is flattery the sixth factor is flattery so the that is the talkativeness and uh, prattling so that is lapanam so these things we have to abandon having abandoned these six things one is capable of realizing a superhuman distinction in knowledge and vision worthy of the noble ones so that's why this we have to keep in in mind this path the noble eightfold path end with the superhuman the 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 knowledge and vision so the that's why lord buddha showed as a path culminating with samadhi the stillness or the the higher states of mind so this jhana states without achieving jhana states you can't come to the the, the knowledge and vision worthy of the noble ones so you you never attain nibbana so you get the momentum you get the energy to do it once you once you are practicing the right view so that's why right view is important so that's why the first thing of this set of uh, the factors the first thing is the the appaya mutta satcham so without uh, the abandoning the the this uh, the for, for, forgotten reality the, you have to keep in mind you have to remind yourself the reality and use the the the, the knowledge of reality in your day to day life not the knowledge of truth reality of this body and mind so you have to use in your day to day life then your your actions your your way of thinking your verbal actions bodily actions get purified by this right view so these sutras you have to study and understand and you have to get the right uh, uh, understanding so then you are naturally you are fall into the right path so then you understand dhamma in the right way so if you have any questions i can answer now we have 15 minutes no questions okay so uh you uh, you have question no okay there's one question is coming behind thank you bante for talking about right view yes i want to know more about the right view the impermanence of i me and myself if you could yeah, explain further thank you yes the <laughs> Uh, most of the time we we explain these things uh, the uh, the impermanence actually we had to first we had to see the impermanence of 
eye, ear, nose, tongue, and body. The internal eye, ear, nose, tongue, body, and mind. These internal faculties. So, uh, we, uh, if we carefully reflect on our past, you can see how these things change. So, the same object, when you are seeing an object, sometimes you think, oh, that is beautiful, nice. But after some time, you don't see any beauty in the, that one. You think something is better than that. You see the better the beauty, or you see the faults of the same objects, and you 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 feel ah, it is it is not the, the beautiful. Much more beautiful things are available in some other places. So then you uh, your mind change, your your way of seeing, your eye change because previously same eye. Gave the picture and give the feelings, perceptions. Oh, this is nice. This is beautiful. Now you don't see that beauty. <laughs> what has happened to your eye? So the eye change, or sometimes the external object change. So the if you take a flower, when it it start blooming, it is beautiful. After some time, it get change and uh, start getting older, and uh, the beauty start disappearing. The external objects also change the internal internal your mind sometimes the external object without even changing external object your mind change so so this the 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 the, the way of your eye and uh, the external uh, the the sights change is you have to you have to understand there are two reasons to change the same sight so the feelings perceptions and volitions because one time your eye change, one time the external thing change. So these are two two different things. So there, therefore, you understand the impermanence of your eye faculty. So in in the same time, you see the impermanence of the uh, the external sights. In the same way, your ear and sounds also have the same similar way of. Uh, seeing things sometimes you you hear some sounds as all oh, very delightful and nice but sometimes you think oh it is a disturbance it, you don't need it you want to you want to stop hearing those things sometimes you want to hear it you want to enjoy it so the, your feelings change your perceptions change your volitions change related to the same sound sometimes therefore you you take the the form is also uh, differently you see the, the the ugly part of the same thing. <laughs> you previously saw the, the beautiful part of the thing. So later time, you same year see the ugly part of the thing. <laughs> but the, the, the same music you are listening. But you are taking in two times, two parts. So the way of your ear working is changed. So that's why you, we have to understand this internal faculty is also impermanent. Change then the causes and conditions are changing. So that's, uh, it, you can reflect back your life and you can see many instances, you, how you, you feel, how you felt, and how you react on objects, and wh why those uh, different reactions arise. And then you can clearly understand your, the, 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 the eye, ear, nose, tongue, body is not a permanent thing. It is change. In the same time, the external objects also changing. So this way, the, this nature, once you identify, so then you can, you can see, you can't find out any 
permanent happiness from any of these external or internal objects, internal faculties, because these are impermanent stuff. So can you find the, the, the permanent happiness through any of these things? No, because these, the, the, none of these things are permanent. So can, can, how can we expect a permanent happiness or contentment through these things? Can't get. So that's why Lord Buddha say, without having extinguished all these things, or all the experiences, suffering is always with you. So therefore you have to, to go to the total extinguishment. So extinguishment from all experiences, all forms, feelings, perceptions and volitions and all consciousnesses. So until these things are exist, you you are bound to suffering sooner or later. <laughs> so that's the nature. Because these are all these are impermanent. So how do we claim these things as I, I me myself? If these forms, feelings, perceptions, and for, for, forms, feelings, perceptions, volitions, and consciousnesses are changing. How do we claim as my, my forms, my feelings, my perceptions? These are impermanent stuff. These are, these are changing based on causes and conditions. When the causes and conditions are changing, these things are changing, not because you. <laughs> it is a natural way of happening things, naturally how it flows in this world. So therefore, you, you can't claim as I, me, myself, any of these things. So that's why it is good to keep in mind this nature. So then you are not expecting things from yourself or others. Because expecting creates suffering. Because these things are impermanent stuff. So, okay. Thank you, Bhante. I have another question. Um, I do understand, maybe to some extent, what you said. Uh, but um, here, when I'm sitting here, I understand or uh, have the intention to understand. But once I'm out of this room or this setting, it is difficult to remember all this. And it takes time to get hold of myself and remember how to have the right view um, in light of impermanence. How to have this thing remembered more often in the outside world, not, you know, like getting out of sight of, yeah. Thank you. <laughs> so the, it, it is good question. So the, I can, uh, I can just uh, tell you that depends on, the, the, I don't know the, the, what are your choices in your, in your life, in your young age or whatever age. So, for example, shall we see? So, if you like to listen music, sometimes you want to, uh, to keep in mind and uh, sing when you are alone or when you're with your friend, you're, you want to sing. So then what do you do? You, you, you learn by heart some words, no? Learn by heart. And then you you sing according to the, the the music. So then you train yourself by by remembering all the time this one. Because if you don't remember, recollect it quickly, forget. So you you enjoy it by remembering again and again and singing within yourself, even in mind. You sing in your mind. 
without even uh, singing by your mouth so <laughs> so you 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 recollect this one and keep in mind so then uh, you enjoy it so that is the, the in the same way when you are when you when you have that uh, right view you have to recollect again and again and uh, the keep uh, holding on your mind because you value it you see the value of it and you want to use it so therefore you have to recollect again and again and use it again and again so that is the way lord buddha say how to practice this one this dhamma so the, the you can you can uh, chant Say, saying this i is impermanent uh, sights are impermanent uh, sound uh, uh, ear is impermanent the sounds are impermanent this this way you have to write down and learn by heart and start chanting when whatever time you have you can you can put a nice music on this one and chant and keep in mind so this one recollect the reality all the time so this is the way how people practice these things so after some time you no need to chant you you always have that understanding so then you and and in the same time you uh, train yourself to use it in your day to day life when you are dealing with objects you fall into a hatred you all fall into ill will and all these things or sometimes a strong greed you fall in so then you this uh understanding come back and then you say oh this is wrong they, they, because falling into hatred ill will or falling into the the strong uh, craving or wanting is something foolish you clearly understand these are impermanent stuff these are not under our control so why should we worry about this then then you you start correcting things start correcting your mental actions you are start correcting your verbal actions bodily actions so then you you cultivate the the proper actions correct actions right actions so this is the way how it come to practice first you have to keep in mind you have to you have to uh, find out a method to recollect all the time this one and use in your day to day life not only in in your meditation practice meditation meditation practice is very very special time special but in your day to day life you should use because this is a universal truth this is not a truth which only valid for certain period of time no this is always with you this reality is always with you but only thing your mind is already conditioned to run based on delusion not having this understanding base so that's why our mind always work based on delusion so we have to practice and strengthen the knowledge of this right view and the right view and the practice of right view and the knowledge based on right view you have to develop and use it in your day to day life then it will uh, correct your mental actions bodily actions uh, verbal actions so it is it is gradually grow within yourself like you are you are training yourself how to swim how to drive a car how to sing how to write the letters so the, all these things we develop in the same way no difference 
So you, you should have an intention and you have to keep in mind all the time. When you are writing letters as a small child, you always remind yourself and write all the characters. And then you, after some time, it is something normal to you, something, nothing special. You just think comes to you, you just write it. In the same way, when you, when you practice the right view, it always with you. Then when you are dealing with objects, it just come to you. Without, before come to the, come the delusion. So de then you see the delusion, how delusion associate with the past intentions. Because in front of some objects, your past intentions jump up. Then you have to correct it. But your, your right view also come and change the actions, change the way of dealing with things, change, change the reactions. So these, these things come to action step by step. But you have to put an effort at the beginning to uh, put it in, in the practice, day-to-day -day life practice, from morning to evening, evening to morning. So you, you, are, you have to update and run with this one. After some time, it, it becomes the close friend of you. It is always with you. It is, the, it is how it works. Okay. You got questions? Okay. Good. Thank you, Bande. We do have three questions online. Okay. Good morning, Bande. Could you expand on what guarding the sense faculties means? Yes, uh, it is a good question. Guarding sense faculties means, so when you know some objects when come, come to your, come through your eye, you know the lust or hatred arise. So it, it is a part of the system. So sometimes uh, if you have the mindfulness, so then you can just abandon it. So guarding mindfulness is abandoning, not, uh, not going to that kind of sites. So because some of these uh, the things you see, if you go to some places or when you, when you are watching some videos or something like that, this kind of sights come to your eye. So it provoke your anger, greed or hatred or lust or whatever thing. So it is not helpful, your, the, the stability of your mind. So it always uh, the, the provoke your past uh, intentions and sometimes uh, the past uh, enjoyment or hatred or any, any, any uh, emotions can provoke and come jump up and obsess in your mind. And bodily, bodily reactions also may arise based on those things. So when you are knowing these things, you can develop the understanding, mindfulness to abandon not to go to those places, not to see the, the, the go to those sites, to having those sites, just safeguard your eye. So then you are, you are free from the, 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 uh, that kind of uh, unskillful mental states or bodily states you can abandon without, by cutting off from the beginning. So safeguard, the guarding your sense faculties. So the ear also the same. Some, some sounds come to your ear. 
your mind get upset and unhappy or sometimes they fall into the greed and hatred greed or something the, the lust or something so then you have to avoid that kind of sounds so these things you have to identify and safeguard otherwise you you are you are all, always in trouble so that's why the the when people ordain they stay with monks they don't go go back to home or to the lay lay peoples they don't go and live with lay people they live with monks so they can easily guard their sense faculties without they falling into the unwholesome things that's why when we are speaking with other people we don't uh, use the the wrong speech wrong not wrong speech means the the the, the frivolous speech so talking unnecessary subjects so it creates the the greed hatred delusion all unnecessary things so that's why you have to guard your senses otherwise your mind get all these the the the, the, the inputs and create more problems greed hatred delusion within yourself so that's why it, it, it is a important thing to guard i e nostang body and mind without getting the the uh, unskillful things inside thank you bande the next question maybe i'll read out these two questions because they come from the same audience how can normal lay people attain the jhanas when they are too busy having to go through with all the challenges of family work pain loss etc did the buddha mean for only monks to attain nibbana since they are the only ones who have the time and resources to fully practice jhana yeah these things actually that depends on the persons and they are past uh, the karma that means the past uh, practices and developments because even i have we have seen sometimes even the people who are living in lay life so if they have this uh, previously uh, cultivated minds so they they are actually not much involved in this uh, the worldly activity they do sometimes they are married people but they can quickly abandon they are five sense world and go to the jhana realms so they they develop these things some people develop these things but they are no more much enjoying as other people this five sense world because most people are just indulge with this five sense world without uh, the having uh, without knowing much about the 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 uh, the adverse the the outcomes of these things but uh, uh, the people who develop jhanas sometimes they 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 know something about they 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 develop that uh, skills by abandoning the five sense world because without abandoning five sense world you can't go to the the jhana realms but it is a temporary work that is a tem- it is not permanently going but they, for 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 time periods they go to jhana jhana level mind so it is it is possible to to cultivate Uh, that ability but you have to train yourself to let go things so train this uh, important uh, the the factors you have to keep in mind and perfect all those things and abandon all un, the unwholesome verbal actions bodily actions and livelihood these are gradually grow within yourself 
when you practicing the when you are practicing the right view it is it is a natural consequence of how it works are you ready for the next question bande yes yes yeah bande i have the points of view that makes me see self compassion as a selfish act because instead of thinking about welfare of others i think about my own and then i use it to break some precepts to do what i like so it is difficult to understand about forgiveness and compassion for oneself could you please clarify this aspect yeah it is important because if a person bearing the self view i me myself the wrong view so when they when they develop the self compassion it is really selfish <laughs> it create more more problems if when they develop the self compassion if they have the the self the, the, the i me myself view the wrong view so there there then there's a conflict arise when when someone is harming you or the someone is making a pain to you so then there's a conflict arise then they can't they have the self the, the compassion to the other person because you you have you, you have to make compassion to yourself first and then then you have to fight with the other person <laughs> so it is not the case so if you see the the non self nature of body and mind so you see your your body and mind and external bodies and minds are all same run on the, the the according to the same phenomena or the same the way of happening things so only the the causes and condition related to each and every moment is different to one to the other but the way of happening things are same so that's why the the dhamma is same the meaning so the way of happening things are same but the causes and conditions for each and every person each and every instance is not equal to each other so if when you keep that understanding you are compassionate to yourself as others you don't see the difference between you and other so because sometimes when people have that personality view so if they com compassionate to themselves they fall into hate to others once they compassionate to external world they hate to themselves they harm themselves both sides happen <laughs> so that is the important thing to keep in mind both sides happen sometimes they are really compassionate to other people they are going to serve to the world they destroy their life they destroy their family because they don't have the kindness to the people who are depending on them they they try to serve to that they, they they lose the balance because the wrong view personality view so they they try to become compassionate to the whole world but they don't compassionate to themselves why they think i am the person who is compassionate to the world no i me myself is existing here it is also a natural phenomena these thoughts arise in your heart because conditioning come from the outside so if you see that nature 
how it happens within ourselves. You are compassionate to yourself and you compassionate to other people. It is totally come from a different root. So that's why there is a big difference. The personality-based compassion, compassion and the non-self-based compassion. Yes. <laughs> Thank you, Bhante, for the answer. This question is totally off topic, but I can't stop myself from asking. Um, this morning, when uh, previous night, when we were reading uh, some sutras, there was mention of Devata. Yeah. So, Devatas, Dakshas, and all other people or beings which are not human, um, I have hard time understanding their existence and and their place in the whole existence for ourselves. Uh, yeah, I don't know if it is a relevant question, but I guess <laughs> yeah, thank you. So the the yakshas and devatas, this go in your in in, in way of English terms the ghost room the other spirits the deities or whatever thing so the spirits so these uh, these things actually as a human unless otherwise you develop your mind to a different level that means beyond this human realm you can't directly uh, understand by by through your five senses but your mind can understand these things you know, so the, some people have that ability to see these, these, the, the, the energies or the, these, the, these uh, living beings in different realms. So if you, if you uh, believe science or research work done by people, so you can see, you can read in these near-death experiences. So then you, you, you can understand the, the, the people, the, the, how many living beings are living without seeing us, without, we can't see them, but they are actually exist. So I will tell, I will give you a, the, the, the small, the, the in, in brief, what the, this doctor's report in uh, ND stories. So there are a lot of research work. You can read a lot of books available. Uh, because the scientists, this is a this is a fact according to the scientists who are, especially the cardiologists, who work in the the the, the, the uh, cardiology units in hospitals. So they they see the the some people after recovering from the heart problems. That means they, they go to the unconscious and uh, near they fall into the near death experiences. They go to the clinical death in according to the medical science. They go to the clinical death, but uh, the doctors uh, resuscitate them and take them uh, their life back. And after some time, they start breathing and uh, blood circulation start work and they, they, they recover after some time. So they start speaking what they have experienced when they, they were having this uh, uh, clinical death. So the nice thing is, they, they, they are living somewhere else and watching what doctors are doing. They clearly, they give a clear, nice, the, the very uh, precise 
the description what doctor has done what nurse has done what the other people did where his the 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 positions kept and all these things they know they know the other places the next room what has happened the other room they are watching from somewhere upper level not not in his body level so he has a set of eyes and ears to hear what doctor is telling sometimes some of them have that ability to see what doctor is thinking so some of them had that ability to tell the doctor to give an input to his mind doctor's mind you have to check this place not that place <laughs> you, have, you you should do this thing no don't do that thing so they can give them give the inputs to doctor's mind to do what to do and what not to do so they they exist in a different level but doctors or the nurses or whatever person who is stayed with them has no understand they haven't seen such a person is wandering on the on the 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 air in above to the body they haven't seen but these are clear facts so they clearly know this person was exist somewhere there and some some of these people explain your hospital operating theater there is a upper level has there is a there is a one window so there are a lot of dust there you have to clean it is not good for the operating theater that kind of thing also so doctor even the doctor can't see that because that that one is over 10 feet high so he has to put a ladder and climb up and see this person saw that one also so it is impossible to the person on the on the bed can see all these things his eyes is in the upwards <laughs> but this person is flying on somewhere up and see all these things so they so then you can understand this there is a different level of existence but humans or the science can't explain what is that but as a fact it is true because this is not only one instance there are a large number of instances they have recorded and keep with them they have these things are proven this is true <laughs> so different mind states they may have so the the we can explain as the de, the deva or yakka so the the that depends on their behaviors <laughs> no more questions okay okay now finish no okay now we can uh, finish today dhamma discussion dhamma talk so I will pay respect to Buddha Dhamma Sangha and finish today Dhamma talk.